Hey, yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny, as you probably guessed. And I have a special announcement for all of you. On December 3rd and on December 4th, me, along with 20 other Tokyo-based artists, are showcasing our finest work of 2022 at Gallery Conceal in Shibuya. This is going to be massive. We've got four rooms full of art, full of artists, Plus, we have a bonus room, and that bonus room is the bar. And every single drink there is ice cold, super strong, and only 600 yen. Yes, come for the booze, stay for the art. And uh, we also have a special guest. We've got Danny Love from Brooklyn, New York. He's flying into Tokyo special just to showcase his latest artwork at this show. Now, you can Google the show. It's called Tokyo Art Tank Volume 8 or Tokyo Art Tank VOL8. Uh, you can just Google it and all the information's there. We've got a Facebook page. We're all over Instagram. We're all over the place. This is going to be the biggest art exhibition of the century. It is going to be absolutely incredible. The art, I've already seen a lot of like the work that some of the artists are showcasing. And I got to say, wow, absolutely wow. I am speechless and I like to talk. And, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to throw a joke in there. I had to do it. But um, yes, uh, in, all, in all seriousness, this art is absolutely spectacular. I mean, uh, out of everybody, I probably have the lowest grade of work. And um, yeah, and I think my work is pretty goddamn good. So definitely on December 3rd and on December 4th, come down to Gallery Conceal in Shibuya. It is going to be absolutely magnificent. And uh, when you see me, buy me a drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to be showing my work right next to the bar. See you there, faders. Peace. Garfitted Japan! Yeah, I want to tell them, you know, business. I'm all about my business, but I ain't got no briefcase. Yeah, all I got is whiskey. Open that whiskey. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Coffee to Japan, and I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy motherfucking Deschner. That's right. And as you find folks know, Coffee to Japan is about three dudes, booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. There we go. And uh, what episode is it, Jeremy? I think this is uh, 668, if I'm not mistaken. Mistaken. You are not mistaken. Yes, it is 100 and no, it's not one. <laughs> I'm mistaken. It's <laughs> 668. That is correct. And uh, yeah, I'm drinking a gin with water tonight, fellas. I'm getting hydrated and faded at the same time. I'm doing things right because I'm an old man. Hey, Jeremy, what are you drinking? I've got my uh, normal uh, shochu with a zero, zero alcohol beer poured into it so i've added alcohol to zero alcohol beer and my carlsberg glass jeremy can you hold your wrist up for a second what no uh, other one are you bruised 
No, no, I've got carpal tunnel syndrome, man. That's I, I have wrapping in the sheepu on there. Oh shit, that sucks, man. No, I'm yeah, sorry, just like I had to ask. Carpal <laughs> carpal tunnel syndrome, man. Too much right. masturbation. No, just kidding. I, I use the mouse a lot on my computer for work, so my wrist starts to fucking ache. Really hurts. <laughs> I thought I thought you'd tell me a really cool story. I was like, yo, I was doing some jujitsu, and I'm like, man, this guy fucked me up. No, but no, uh, this is um, this is actually my my fighting wrap. So like, I I've, I haven't wrapped my hands like a fighter. I just wrapped it to support my wrist. But uh, if I normally fight, I usually wrap my hands between my fingers with th- with this wrap. But that's what I had around the house, and uh, my my wrist was hurting. It's been hurting all day. I've been taking painkillers, and now I'm drinking my painkiller, and uh, we're all good. We're yeah, all good. Enough. So Tom, I I gotta ask, what are you drinking, man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I promised my wife I wouldn't drink. So I'll drink tea. That's it, man. That's so it. this is I, you I sober? It, I can't tell I the just, difference. <laughs> I called in sick today and I was like, fuck it, I don't care. Well, you got corona. What's going on there, Tommy? You got corona? Are you very hungry? No, nothing special. Nothing special. It's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I, I've earned a sick day. Bye. Bit of that down syndrome kicking in. Yeah. Wait, so you are sick or you're not sick? Or are you just fucking uh, hungover? A uh, little calm A, a little bit calm B. We'll just see. A little bit calm C, Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, and what did you do on a sick day, man? Did you stay in bed or did you go out? Did you go to the arcade, do a little window shopping? Oh, What's going I did fuck all. I, I slept in my bed and I was like, this is fucking nice. Oh, my God. Hmm. Sleep, 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 watch okay. TV. That's about it. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so you took a Tom day, a me day. You stayed in bed, and uh, I, I'm assuming you watched. Yeah, some we'll, Netflix. We'll, we'll just call it a mental health day because, like, my wife, my, my 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 wife says, like, you are lazy. I'm like, eh, yeah, I had it coming. All right, cool, cool. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> what stories do you want to bust into? Because like I, I got it, like I got one, and I, I promise you, it's a short story. Story, I, you know. All right, so okay, forget about the plans. Okay, so yeah, all right, Tom, tell us a story, man. <laughs> What's going on here? So, 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 so my wife, like, uh, I, I said, like, when, when we're on the weekend, like, we just do things and we just hang out, like, with the kid, and like. She wants to go to this art gallery. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. It's art, quote unquote. But what it is, like, it's basically baseball sizes, like, you know, wood and a skateboarding ramp. Cool. Kind of cool, right? I'm like, my kid just like runs up and down. And I was like, yeah. They, 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 they push these rocks. They're like 100 or 200 pounds. I, I shit you not. Like, they're just like these huge rocks. They just like, but like they can push them with the balls, and like in this little pit. But uh, bro, what the fuck is happening? I don't know what you're talking about, know. Tom. I don't, know. I don't get it. Like, wait, somebody has hundred pound balls? What what's going on? No, no, no. They have. I'm not balls. getting. Like, I'm not catching what you're saying, bro. Basically, a bunch of like. I think he's drinking those strong balls. nine drinks again, man. <laughs> so wait, you're at an art gallery, okay? So let, let's yeah. go back to square one. So Tom and his family decides to go to an art gallery. Okay, okay, okay. I, I fell flat on my ass. 
Wait, wait. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Wait, stop, stop, stop. You went to an art gallery. What happened next? There's a hundred pound balls. You fell in your ass. There's what what happened? Like go in go in sequence, bro. Okay. Yeah. This might might be a little bit difficult to tell in sequence, but like, yeah, basically, like because it's like kind of looking like a skateboard ramp, you have to take your shoes okay. off. Yeah. So I, I took mine off and like, but like, you know, the socks get a little bit slippery. And so mm-hmm. whoosh, fucking right in my ass. Wait, so it's an art gallery that has a skateboard ramp with rocks in it, and you're supposed to push the rocks up the skateboard ramp, and that's kind of like the um it's like physical art. You become part of the art. Pretty what much. about the hundred pound balls? Yeah, that, that's not heavy. That that's really heavy. Yeah, it, it, it was a weird experience. I was like, I fell flat on my ass, and I had fallen, and I couldn't get up. Because it was like a commercial. Fun. Push the button. <laughs> All right. It was just fucking hilarious. I was like, I, I, I couldn't. I'd like all the staff were running up to me going, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm physically, physically I'm okay. But like, I thought it was funny. So I couldn't, I, I was laughing my ass off. I couldn't get up. Man, that's, that's crazy, man. Dude, well, I'm glad that you got up and I'm glad that you made it to the show, dude. That's interesting. <laughs> Is that probably, what, that's probably why you got sick. You're hanging out with a bunch of people in a skateboarding park with rocks or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. That, Hundred pound that, balls. That, 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 that's my best story. That's the best I can do. You guys okay. got anything interesting? Yeah, I got something interesting. I'm going to talk. Um, I went to watch um, uh, Black Panther two. I, w- I woke up on Friday, uh, nine a.m. The show started at ten fifty five, and I got on. I got out of the show around two thirty. I guess it's a very long movie, but. Oh my God, was it an emotional roller coaster? It was like one of the best Marvel movies I've seen in a long time. Wow. Uh, great no, follow no, up. No, no, spoilers, no spoilers, please. But like, yes, go, no spoilers, go ahead. No spoilers. No spoilers. But I'm going to say, since I had to watch the stupid piece of shit movie, uh, Thor Love and Thunder, uh, I was wait, really wait, happy wait, to why? see Marvel come back. You weren't down with that? No, dude, it sucked ass, man. I hate I hated I, I it. I thought it was good. Uh, I, I'm. Disagree. Well, but, disagree. Uh, mm. Okay. Uh, hey, so, you know, did you watch that at the cinema or did you watch that at your home entertainment center? Cinema. At the cinema. Awesome. You know, I love going to Japanese cinemas because when I go to a Japanese cinema, it's so great because they're all so modern. And like when you go to like, Ooh. you know, to sit in the chairs, the chairs are so comfortable and they're so cozy and they're clean. They don't smell. The floor is not sticky. Like Japanese theaters are like the best theaters in the world. I've been to theaters in Germany, Finland, all over America. And um, I-, I swear to God, the theaters in Japan are the best. And then and on top of that, they let you drink and they get a variety of booze for you to choose from. It's awesome. Um, let me tell you this, bro. I went to watch it in 2DX, and 2DX means mm-hmm. there's three screens. So you got the screen in front of you where the main shit happens, and there's screens on the side of the walls. So you've got like all the shit happening. It's like when they're flying in a plane or whatever, or there's shit moving around or in, in, in the ocean or whatever. You've got 270, 270 degrees of vision. Wow. For this. It's called 2DX. And that was really fucking awesome, man. 
That's great. You know, that's gotta be awesome for Marvel movies. But I mean, if you're watching something like I don't know, like like a love romance or a comedy, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't really affect the movie, really, does it? Or benefit? I I don't know. Like I have zero interest in like love romance movies. Like, but like Marvel movies, like Tom doesn't go on dates. Get here and geek out about it. That's true. Okay, but what about like? Do you get motion sickness at all? Well, you know what? I watched um I watched Top Gun Maverick in in two DX. Mm-hmm. So when they were flying the planes, it felt like you know. There's there's also four DX. Four DX the seats move and shit, and they spray yeah. cum in your face or whatever. Yeah. It's it's liquid. You don't know what's in it. You know, there's gonna be some fucking high school kid who's be like, watch this. <laughs> Anyhow, you don't want shit happening. Uh, anyways, I don't like that. So two DX. You got three screens and the planes are flying around. Shit's all happening all around you. The sounds happening all around you. What's the sound from over there? You can hear it over there. The sound behind you, you can hear it behind you. It's just a fucking great experience, man. And wow. I really enjoy myself. Yeah. Oh, that is fantastic. Awesome, so do you drink when you watch like movies at the cinema? Oh, uh, that day I didn't drink because I drove my car up there. Uh, but um when I'm not driving my car or not driving my Harley. Yeah, I'll, I'll drink. Okay, yeah, I always drink. Yeah, yeah like a, kind of... r- r- real quick question. Like er- everybody's a little bit different. Like so, Jeremy's like pretty hardcore, but like motion sickness has never bothered me. Me too, brother. Like, I, I mean, I, I can go on a boat. I, I I was a dive instructor for years, and uh, I, I did fishing a lot, a lot of fishing. I, I I grew up on the water, and um. Boats don't bother me. Motion sickness doesn't bother me. The only thing that bothers me is shitty drivers. If I'm in the back seat and the guy's driving like this, like where he's pushing the pedal, like vroom, 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 vroom. Uh, I, then I, I start getting, I, I, I start, I, then I start I, getting I grossed that. out. Yeah. yeah, I start getting grossed out. Uh, it also, um, reading, if, if I'm in a car, even if I'm in the passenger seat, the driver's fine. If I read in the car and the and the, and the text is going up and down like this, I start to get a little bit of like, uh, uh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I can't read Facebook in the car. How about yeah. you guys? I'm totally cool with it. I've got no problem with motion sickness except for uh, VR. Um, I went to that, uh, what's it called? In Odaiba. Odaiba is part of Tokyo. They got this, mm-hmm. a, uh, it's like a video game arcade, you know, like an old school arcade, but it's completely modern and it's full uh yeah yeah that's it it's full of vr like video games and uh they have sonic sonic the hedgehog where you actually it's almost like a roller it is kind of like a roller coaster where you're wearing vr goggles where you're going through it and stuff and it's super super cool but if i do that shit for too long i start to get a little nauseous i got you i got you yeah it's it's, it's never bothered me man like i i don't know why like have you done vr i've heard heard your stories but i'm just like hey whatever we'll do it it's fun. Have you you've done Can VR you in the car? Oh, have you, you done could. VR? Yeah, of course. Hmm. Yeah, I've done, I've, done, I've done all of the above. Like, I don't like you guys are telling me about like weird shit. Like, just like for me, it doesn't like it doesn't like piss me off or freak me out. I just like do it. Okay. All right. Cool. Um. Pretty. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to call you out. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm like calling you, you, you fucking pussies. I just like it's never bothered me. 
All right. Yeah, cool, man. But all right, yeah, no, VR is great. I love VR, but um, some of those roller coaster VR rides are, yeah, yeah, I get a little nauseous and stuff. But uh, boats are fine. Reading the car is fine for me. Uh, shitty drivers just piss me off, man. <laughs> they drive well, me nuts. What, what about like roller coasters? Like, what do you think about those? Oh, I like roller coasters. Really? Yeah, not my thing. So my wife fucking absolutely loves the absolute shit out of them. She's like, I'm pregnant and I'm going to fucking do a roller coaster. I'm like, are you sure, honey? Are you sure about this? It's like, I, oh, I fuck, yeah, we're going to roll it. I don't think you're supposed to do that, dude. I, I think there's even signs that say you're you're not supposed to be pregnant and go on roller coasters. Fucking t- tell her that. She's uh, like, oh, I don't want to go on any horror, like, you know, horror, like the haunted house. Like, I don't want to do that. But, like, I'll do a roller coaster. I'm like, are you sure? Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, they call them abortion seats for a reason, dude. Tell her that. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. Oh, man. Roller coasters are like shitty drivers, man. Shitty drivers like go fast and stop and like suddenly break and shit like that. Fuck that crap. Oh. I want a fucking smooth ride. Yo, yo. Okay, Jeremy. But uh, have you been on the Spider-Man ride in, uh, what you call it, the Osaka? Yeah. Yeah, I went on that. I like, love dude, that. Let me... I- that was fucking fantastic. It's a 3D ride and everything. It's fantastic. It's so cool. But, you know, let me tell you this story. When I went to Osaka uh, for the uh, Universal Studios, Universal uh, it was Studios. a birthday present. My wife got me that as a birthday present for my last birthday. And we, we really enjoyed ourselves. We had a great time. We stayed right in the park. We had a hotel in the park. It was fantastic. And um, we went on. We tried to go on the Harry Potter ride. And we waited in line for like an hour to get to the Harry Potter ride. Finally, we get up to the Harry Potter ride, and I sit down in this thing, and it's like, wow, oh, this is kind of snug. And then they tried to shut the like a uh, door on me, like the little uh, catcher or whatever. I'm a big boy, man, but they couldn't shut it on me. And I had like two little like high school girls like pushing on, and I'm like, stop, stop. And they're like pushing on this thing, and then like I'm like, just get this thing the fuck off me. And then like they had said like, oh, sorry, you can't ride this, so you have to get off. So I got off and, and they're like, we're going to call our manager and have our manager come and apologize to you. I'm like, it's all good, man. It's all good. I'm just going to I'm just going to go enjoy some other shit. I'm going to go watch Jaws or whatever and try that. But I, I was I was too I was too fucking macho and too fucking big and did too many bench presses to fucking ride the fucking Harry Potter ride, bro. Man, that's crazy. Well, it is designed for children, but uh, <laughs> you know what? The thing is, I think I think you said. Since you waited in line for an hour, you know, they should an have just burst your time, Ben. They should have been like, oh, not, I, I, you I, could go. I, honestly, I will back Jeremy off on this, man. On a plane ride or a bus ride, like, we are too big for some of this shit. Yeah. But, okay, so the thing is, like, I think that you should be reimbursed for your time, man. So, basically, like, since you waited an hour in line just to, like, get into a seat that didn't fit you, they should probably take you to, like, another ride that you want to go on and be like, okay, so we're going to push you up ahead so you're an hour yeah. ahead of everybody else or something, you know? Or at least put you in the right. front. But, you know, just, like, let you cut. Be like, hey, listen, this guy, he waited in line, something like that. You know, I, I think that's what they should have done. So, after that, after that... Me and the wife, we went, we went, we went on the classic Jaws ride. You know the Jaws ride? Yeah. From, from the movie Jaws. And, like, the shark comes out. The Wait, shark comes out. What movie? Water. What movie is this Jaws ride from? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a fish movie. It's a fish movie. I love fish. Uh, yeah. So the Jaws comes out of the water, and it looks fake as shit. But my wife, my wife is so adorable. She goes, oh, 
his eyes are so cute. Let me give this you know, shark a kiss in the face, right? Because I'm sure it's so it. funny. My wife was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anything cute about Jaws, man. That movie, that movie scared the shit out of me when I was a little kid. Oh, She's man, just Jaws so adorable. Too, like, yeah. know, jumps out of the water and like grabs like a woman and like rips her leg off, and I was like, <laughs> I mean, I remember seeing that as a little kid going, "Ooh, that's fucking scary." Did you guys watch that on videotape or did you watch it in the theater? I, think uh, I, watched, I watched it on, it on TV. Videotape. A bit, bit before my time. I'm so much older than you fucking guys. I think I think I saw it on TV. Like maybe it was on like I don't know Channel 50 or something. Something on yeah, like I was Saturday night or something. I don't know. I was like four years old and I watched it in a theater. All right. Oh damn. All right. Let's, let's fucking. Yeah, do my, 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 let's my parents did not let me do that. They were like, "Oh hell no!" I, I saw Karate. I think one of the first like you know PG the PG movies or like I saw I was like Karate Kid. I was like, I want to study karate. And my parents were like, no. Okay. Yo, so, Jeremy, well, what was the first movie that you saw at a movie theater? 101 Dalmatians uh, re-release. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Very cool. And that's not bad. Like, I saw some Disney movies. I saw, like, uh, a lot of the old Disney movies. Like, yeah. What about you guys? Tell me your first movie you saw in the theater. I think it was E.T. Uh, how oh, about I the first, first R-rated movie? Oh, oh I got one. Porkies? <laughs> no, Porky? before that. Porkies? Oh, shit, man. I'm jealous. I'm I saw Porkies. Uh, my first R-rated movie, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I saw The Octagon with Chuck Norris because I was in, already into martial arts. And Chuck oh, Norris. Oh, no shit. I made The Octagon. You remember that movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagine that would be dope as fuck. I saw Children of the Corn. Well, I remember the Children theater? of the Corn. Yeah. Yeah. You saw Children of the Corn at the theater. Yes. Me too, bro. Yeah. Me too. And Police Academy too. Holy shit. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Malachi. Yeah, Police Academy was, oh, I saw, I saw that one. As Malachi well. scared the shit yeah, out of me. A lot, lot, yeah. of, lot of fucking titties. They were like, oh, fucking hell. Women getting naked. Porkies, right? Yeah. You, you guys remember the movie 1941 with John Belushi? Yeah, of course. I saw that in the theater. Fucking hell. That was, that was a long time ago, dude. Jesus. Dude, like John Belushi died in the 50s. No, no, he died in 1984, <laughs> dude. Or 1982. I saw that in like 81. Yeah, it was a Spielberg movie. It was a great movie, 1941. If you can get it, fucking watch it. It's fucking hilarious. It was a pretty good movie. You know what I saw that was pretty interesting? I saw the Graham Hitchcock uh, documentary series about, uh, I guess, like a civilization, civilizations before civilizations. It's on Netflix. Oops. Oh yeah, yeah. I heard about this. I heard about this. Like how the how the Sphinx has watermarks on it, which means that it would have been in the jungle or something back in the day. Yeah, a natural rainforest. Right? Yeah, right, right. know, it's did, crazy, did, man. Didn't they didn't they fight fire a cannon into its face? Like the that was during World War One. That was yeah, during <laughs> World War One. Yeah, they're the, just like fuck it. Like we'll just shoot a cannon into its face because fuck it. Old so people cool. didn't give a shit. About like history, they they didn't care. Yeah, they're about I don't, I don't, family and shit. I don't think anybody fucking cares. 
Oh, I, I care. I love that I stuff. I, I find this shit fucking history. yeah, fascinating. No, man, but I I just saw that. I binged it uh, yesterday, man, or pretty much last night, and it was absolutely spectacular, man. Every single episode built on the other one, the previous one, and it's just so magnificent. And uh, yeah, dude, uh, I think I'm a true believer in a civilization before civilization. We are a species with amnesia. Yeah. Well, also, we're kind of dumb. We're yeah, just, speak for we're, yourself. We're a bunch of dumbasses, honestly. <laughs> you know what? Um, honestly, we're a bunch of dogs that have like ahead, smartphones. That's about it. Bro, you guys put me onto the uh, TV show called The Peripheral. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's really on. good. Really that? good. Like, yeah. That is dope as shit. Wait, what's I it watched about? the first three episodes. Yeah, it's really good. What's it about? What's the premises? You saw it. You you guys put me. You two put me onto it. It's like um. It's like the um, uh, Ready Player One meets the Matrix. Oh, okay, yeah, dude. I watch so much stuff. Like while I'm working, you guys, on- you mm-hmm. two guys put me onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when I'm working in my studio, man, I'll have my phone on or my iPad on, and I'll just binge stuff. I'll just go me through too, like TV show after TV show after drama after drama after movie after movie. I'm just like blowing through entertainment, dude. Because I mean, episode, I episode, so episode. Much, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. They all bleed together. And the thing is, like, I listen to so much music while I'm working that sometimes I, I just got to just like, you know, kind of like shake it up, you know, and start like watching like something different than something other than music. So, yes, Same. Tom. Uh, like I, I think it's dope as fucking shit, man. Like uh, they're, they're longer episodes, they're like an hour or like plus, like per episode. But like, yeah, man, they are fucking good. It, it takes place in like I think 2030. But starts like, in 2030, but it goes like to uh, 2099. Yeah, like they keep jumping. The uh, part of the premises of the show is that there's a um, a way to go back and forth between. Uh, timelines yeah but like it, it that is just dope as shit because like real sci-fi like tells you shit and then like mm. you know it goes like the whole premise like whole like, everything but like man like just I, I i i'll tell you what like no spoilers they die no well like you know just watch the first episode and get the end of the first episode and like uh like what is it like the lady who's the main character of it like gets sent like some high high tech VR like shit and like her brother who is also a badass marine is like yeah we're spoilers dude yeah 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 we're just gonna all spoilers man motherfucker all spoilers (laughs) oops what the fuck Uh, it it is fucking dope what are you drinking over there tom Mr. Tom Ellers. All right, go over there. Yeah, I don't think that's tea. It's fucking Long Island iced tea. I'm going to go over there and smack that bottle in your head. So, all right, guys. All right. Enough about TV. Enough about this baloney. I think we should take a little break and then get into the news. What do you say? I yeah. agree. All right, cool. All right, all right Peters. Punch. Next one. What? Okay, cool. Yes, let's take a little break, Faders. And when we come back... We've got the news. Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on. 
Hey yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got bit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got bit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you in Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. 
you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade. And it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Papa. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. And we are back and we have fresh drinks. Okay. Mm. I'm drinking gin with water. And you know what? I'm going to put some bitters in it, dude. I've been drinking nice. so much whiskey with bitters that right now I'm just like putting bitters in everything, dude. I'm going to put bitters in my cereal tomorrow. I don't give a fuck, man. Bitters are fucking awesome. I've got a cousin that makes bitters. I think bitters is 5% alcohol, isn't it? Oh, 5% delicious. <laughs> Awesome. Mm. I got a Sapporo beer here. Ooh, Sapporo. Sapporo, my favorite. You know what? Since Asahi started fucking up his formula, I think Sapporo is my new favorite too, man. I think you really can't go wrong with the Sapporo, man. It's it's not as good as the original Asahi formula, but I think that you know Sapporo is generally overall a really delicious beer. Warm, cool, cold, ice cold, can, bottle on tap. It's all around goodness. It, it's go, not bad, but like actually, like they, they came out with like a remember like a, a week or two ago we were talking to Jeremy like about the big cans and like the the ones that pop off. Oh, those are good. Oh yeah, that's the Sahis. Yeah, yeah. That uh, they got them now in Dokyahoke. No, they're everywhere now. Those tall, those big boys. It's like yeah, the, yeah. Uh, it's like the double cans. Yeah, you can pull the top off, just like one of those old nineteen like forties like uh, cans. So it comes off just like this. Boop, like it that. Pisses up, it. it pisses up big time though. Does it? Does it yeah, man, like, well, like, yeah, it, it's a nice cold one. You can, like, chug them down, like, real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I go in, boys, I, I go I go in phases, though. Sometimes I, like, I like I go for, like, two months, I want to drink just Asahi. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go two months, I just want to drink Ebisu. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I go two months, I want to drink just Sapporos. And it kind of goes in phases. Are you guys the same? Uh, I John, you want to go first, or sure, 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 sure. Yeah, you know what? Um, before I would just drink, I would just drink. Uh, what you call it? Asahi Super Dry. That was it. That was my drink. Only wow. Asahi Super Dry. If I had the chance to drink Asahi, I would go for it. But uh, now right at on. this point, it's just like Sapporo. I mean, or Ebisu. If I want to splurge a little bit, Ebisu is a little more expensive, so I'll go there. But yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm kind of like one of those guys that kind of finds something that he likes and he sticks with it. You know. How, how long do you stick with it though? I mean, I, mean, I go, I go like for like, like a month. I want to drink only Sapporo, and then uh, after that, I get tired of Sapporo. The next month, I want to drink Asahi's, and then the next month after that, I want to drink only Goose Island IPAs. Then I want to drink, you know, you know, some other kind of cool beer. You know, it, it just changes every month, basically. 
Well, when it comes to like domestic beer, that's how I am. But when it comes to like international beer or beers that are kind of like interesting, for example, uh, let's see if I go to a bar and there's like a lot of different IPAs on tap. Dude, I'll experiment. I'll fuck around. I'll have some fun. Sure, 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 sure. Tom? Nine percenters, man. Like fucking several elements specials. Like the fucking best. I think you should stay away from those, Tom. Oh, I think you should drink ten sure. times more, man. <laughs> I think you should drink until your face falls off, bro. I, I think you should... <laughs> nothing bad has ever happened. Like never no, mind nothing. the twelve percenters they had. Mango. Uh, I can't. Re- <laughs> I can't remember one time where you fucked up. I cannot remember one time yeah, where you were. I am a responsible drinker. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I would stay away from those nine percenters if I were you, dude. Seriously, you know. I mean, right now gin and water is my thing, <laughs> but I would never drink a nine percenter. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm drinking only fucking tea right now because I promised my wife I wouldn't drink anymore. I don't believe it. Boys, let's get into the news. Fuck yeah, let's get into the news. Okay, so uh, I've got the first article. Let me see. Let me pull this up. <clears throat> okay, so this this uh, story is about uh, cycling in Japan. And um, I've been cycling. I've been riding a bicycle or well, I've been riding a BMX since 2004. And uh, yeah, man, um, I got to say that uh, Japan is cracking down on the rules right now. And I think they actually should. Uh Two years ago, I would strictly disagree with this, but uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe because I'm getting old, I'm agreeing with the rules. But here we go. Let's get into this. Please, no. Tokyo police to issue red tickets to cyclists violating traffic laws. Tokyo, the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department, has started cracking down on cyclists violating traffic laws due to a series of fatal accidents from reckless bicycling. The tighter regulations, which include issuing a red ticket, quote-unquote, came into effect on Monday, Kyoto News reported. A police officer near Ikebukuro Station distributed leaflets detailing the offenses subject to tighter regulations to people commuting to work by bicycle. Until now, police have so far issued warnings without penalties to reckless cycling. Uh, with the exception of malicious behavior. Uh, from now on, bicyclists, bicycle riders will be given red tickets for the following four offenses. One, ignoring traffic signals. Two, failing to stop temporarily. Three, riding on the wrong side of the road. And four, riding on sidewalks without slowing down. Offenders can be subject to criminal charges in cases where injury or death are results of cyclists hitting pedestrians. Okay, um, this is pretty hardcore because a red ticket, um, I didn't even know what a red ticket was at first. So I did a little research and it could be one of two things. One thing, because it, it doesn't really say specifically anywhere on any official website, but a red ticket could be a $500, 500 euro Goma yen fine or it could be, let's see, method of enforcement. I'll read this other article, which is completely separate, but it's not on an official uh, Japanese website. It's just from some kind of a, a gaijin information website. <clears throat> there are two types of enforcement for bicycle traffic violations. One is enforcement with a bicycle instruction warning card. The other is enforcement with a violation ticket, red ticket. A The bicycle advisory and warning card is a yellow sheet of paper with the description of the violation and is given to the offender. The card is a reminder 
of the violation and is not subject to the enforcement action that will require the offender to take a bicycle operation course. Violations that are subject to the penalties will result in the issue of violation ticket, a.k.a. the red ticket. The red tickets are the subject of enforcement actions that require cyclists to take uh, a cycling training course. So basically, it means you're going to have to take a training course and possibly pay $500. Thoughts? Shit. Um, I got my hand up here. Um, Hey, Johnny, I want to ask you a question. Um, Bikes vary in Japan. Like, you get the cheapo bikes, you get the expensive bikes, you got the $9,000 bikes. What kind of bicycle do you have, sir? I have a 24-inch BMX bike. It's by 8th Street, and it's a, a classic model BMX with front and back brakes, and it kicks ass. I love my BMX. Actually, I, I, I'm going to back Johnny up on that. Like, um, he, he met me in front of a liquor store, like, right in front of my house, and, like, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to run in there and grab some beer. I'm like, I, I, I couldn't help myself. I had it like, you know, sweet BMX. I just like had to take it for a ride around the block. I'm like, I've seen it's, it. It's a very nice, very, very, very nice bike. I've had it for yeah. like 10 years. <laughs> I've seen it. It's a really good bike. Uh, myself, personally, I've got a specialized. I got a rock hopper. Um, originally, originally, those are like um, around... A uh, hundred thousand yen, but when you buy them off of eBay, the used ones, you can get them for like twenty thousand yen. Mm-hmm. So you can get a really, really good, strong quality bike, used, however, a little bit older than 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 um, current bikes. But it's a badass fucking bicycle, man. And I use my bicycle all the time as well. In good. in Japan, bicycle is like one of the best ways to get around. You can use taxi, you can use trains, you can use uh, cars or whatever. I have a car, I have a motorcycle, but sometimes just the bicycle fits fits the bill. That's what I need to do. I am I, I can't do it anymore, man. Like I, I fucked up my shoulder like real bad. Like just supposed to pedal with your feet. You're supposed to pedal with your feet, man. You don't have to use your shoulder at all in the bike. Well. Crash. Let's just call it crash. Okay, well, yeah, well, crashing is bad and it's dangerous. And that's why these new laws are in regulation. And, um, I, you know, I kind of want to talk about this because the thing is, you know, like two, three, four years ago, like we had no problems with bicycles, right? I mean, all the bicyclists were very like respect- respectable and everybody kind of just like followed the rules generally and everybody was pretty cool. But since like bicycles now have these like uh, these electric motors on them where basically you can go from like zero to 60 <laughs> in like two seconds. You get this. Hold on one, one second. Like depends on who you ask because like they, they started like slapping down a bunch of rules like can't hold shopping bags like uh people who used to uh one of my good buddies was like a very enthusiastic bicyclist and like you know he put like you know shopping bags like right on the handles i'm like can't do that no more like 10 years ago like no 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 this is a thing this is a thing i do it all the time me too yeah, but okay, so now they got these electrical motors on the bicycles where like anybody and everybody can get a bicycle and just go up and down the hills and they can go really, really, really fast. And these people like 
they're not used to riding a bike. They just get a bike and they're just like cruising at top speed on the sidewalks and nailing people. And they're getting hit by cars, crashing into cars. And and it's just crazy, man. I think these these motorized bicyclists are are actually fucking up the whole system and causing a lot of damage. And in this case, a lot of death where the Japanese government has to, they're forced to crack down and actually start giving people tickets. And I think it's very unfortunate, but I do agree with it. Jeremy. I bought one for my wife. I bought him one for my wife. She's killed four people so far. Oh, we're so oh, only four ever. Damn, that's a low kill cost. <laughs> yeah. Also, Uber Eats. The, some of those cyclists are pretty fucking crazy, man. Those guys are like mad. Oh, max. Oh, fucking crazy, man. Uber Eats dicks. <laughs> right. I agree. DoorDash. I agree. Oh man. So anyway, I think it's a combination of like these motorized bicyclists and uh, which I'm gonna call Uber Eats. And uh, yeah, it's completely fucked up the system. And uh, yeah, now now we got to follow the rules. <laughs> but dude, fucking five hundred dollars for going through a red light? I don't know, man. That's, that's pretty heavy. <laughs> it's hardcore. I mean, you get busted. Hey, you guys, hmm. you guys know you can get busted for DUI on a bicycle. Yeah, it's yes. like a million. What you can get five years, and it's a, a million yen fine. You can even get yes, deported. Yeah, they don't fuck around with with the bicycles, man. You can get DUI for driving your bicycle drunk. And a skateboard, Uh, too. Skateboard, rollerblades, anything on wheels. Don't fuck around in Japan, bro. Nope. No, like, you can get, like, in, like, trouble for, like, quote-unquote stealing a bicycle because, like, uh, it's happening, like, not to me, but, like, you know, a couple other, like, friends I've known. Like, they just, like, find a, they're all drunk. They're randomly running through a park. They're just like, ooh. Here's a rusty old bicycle. I'll fucking take it home. <laughs> Next thing, and you know, like cops jump out and surround them. It's happened to a couple of people. It's like, you know, like basically. it's like a bait car. Yeah, pretty much. A bait. It's like bike. GTA, man. That's some GTA shit right there. Yeah. Dude, right? but like, yeah cops will fucking swoop in and bust them. They're like, ooh, I'm drunk. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's even worse. Okay. Next story. Jeremy. All right. Sagawa Express employee arrested for stalking uh, user by uh, uh, by using customer information list. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 38-year-old man of Sagawa Express Co. Limited on suspicion of violating the anti-stalking laws after he made harassing phone calls to a woman. Police said that Tetsu, Tetsuo Bu. Takagi, a delivery driver, has admitted to calling the woman in her 30s at least eight times, Kyoto News reported, adding he told the police that he looked at the company's customer list and it contained phone numbers. According to the police, Takagi randomly chose a female employee, a female customer, and uh, called her on September 5th and 11th. The woman said the the caller made some remarks like, "Do you know who I am? And do you want to see? I want to see you, and let's go on a date." Takagi was quoted as saying, "I wanted to become friends with the woman." Police said Takagi has admitted to similar offenses with other women, uh, and um, over the years, uh, maybe five years, and he says he can't remember how many numbers he has called. He was arrested on Monday. And an investigation is initiated 
by police following complaints by Sagawa customers. Whoa, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's he, crazy. He's a creeper for sure. Yep. He doesn't even know what they look like. He's just calling random numbers. He's like, Tomoko, that sounds like a girl's name. Da, 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 da. Hello, this is Tomoko. Ah! <laughs> what an asshole, man. He's just like, you know, these are public companies where you have to give your phone number because you want to send something. You don't really want to give your phone number, but you have to. You have to also explain where you live. You have to give your address, and you just want a little bit of decorum. The company is supposed to be professional. They're supposed to protect your private information, mm-hmm. but old butthole here is just calling up anyone with a chick's name and um, harassing them on the phone. Yeah. Fuck him. What could possibly go wrong with any of the above? Uh, you should go to jail. Yeah, no I shit, right? Jail. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tom, your story. Yeah. All righty. I'm going to bust into the news. This is super duper Japanese, but police looking for a man who threw a paper airplane into a Hiroshima atomic bomb mom- monument. This, this looks really weird. Like, can, can you see this? I'm, 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 oh my God. That's the most biggest vagina I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, dude, this does does not like look anything like sexualized at all. He threw a paper airplane there. Must have been the smallest penis ever. (laughs) (laughs) We can't make this shit up. I'm sorry, man. Uh, All right, read on, Tom. Do not mention this monument. The Hiroshima Peace uh, Memorial Park is uh, currently a poignant landmark in Japan. It's a Kenbaku Dome was one of the holy structures left standing after the site of the atomic bomb's detonation. And this is a well-preserved and damaged area. And so from the uh, re- to reason that the atomic bombs visitor sent sent I've the been there. Man? Hey Tom, Tom. I, oh my. Oh Jesus. Oh God. Are you okay? Oh I've been there, God. buddy. I've been there. Yeah, man. I've been there. The place where they bombed uh, Hiroshima. They got the dome, the Hiroshima dome. I've been there. How about you yeah. guys? Okay, like you, you want to go ahead? Like it looks like a giant vagina, literally. Mm. Okay, Not so- my experience. But go ahead. <coughs> awesome audio, man. <laughs> Mute button. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, podcast listeners. I hope those earbuds are working out for you. Oh God, you just made everybody sick. Everybody now has influenza or corona. <laughs> Given the politically charged like nature of World War Two and nuclear weapons, Cenograph has been like target of vandalism, but by people in the past and people are waiting to make a statement and sometimes those statements can be downright cryptic like an incident that occurred earlier in October 28th blah 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 gets into other news but like yeah so wait basically there's like a kid that went up to like the, the monument and he threw a paper airplane through it and then you know the cops got angry and uh they they ran after him and he's in jail or they're they're still looking for him or something or 
couldn't they fingerprint the paper airplane or maybe it was some kid maybe it was his homework maybe his name's on it hasn't been caught yet so i don't know what to tell you man all right well hopefully they catch this degenerate (laughs) yeah i hope they Uh, kick the shit out of him yeah juvenile delinquent you don't like what y'all don't like my news no i love it yeah that was the best one yet all right um um, this one here, I'm Johnny. gonna take. Yeah, I'll take this one. It's about uh, old man strength. Old man strength. Um, awesome, Jer- Jimmy. You're a pretty tall, strong guy. Um, when does old man strength go away? Oh, it never goes away. It, it never, never goes, goes away. away. You, no, you always have it. You know, and uh, it kicks in about 42. Mm-hmm. You know, around 42 years old in three months, it kicks in, and you start to realize, like, oh shit. I got some old man strength. Yeah, that's when it kicks in. Nice, nice. I'm still waiting for mine. Okay, well, this story is about old man strength. Here we go. 78-year-old man arrested for beating 50-year-old son to death. This story took place in Yokohama. Police in Yokohama have arrested a 78-year-old man on suspicion of beating his 50-year-old son to death outside their home. According to police, Nabumasa Sugaya has admitted to hitting his son, Masayoshi, in the head with an iron bar at around uh, 6.40 p.m. Saturday outside their house in Hodogaya Ward, Kyoto News, reported. Uh, Sekigaya's wife called police, as she should have probably called police before like this incident happened. Yeah. Um, the victim was taken to the hospital where he died shortly after. Police quoted Sekigaya's wife as saying that her husband and son had been arguing before the incident. Yeah, no shit. Oh, my God. A metal bar, dude. This uh, that's old school beating, dude. That's like almost like a blackjack. Whack out. Fucking pinata, that dude, man. He turned him into a goddamn pinata. Poor guy, though. Yeah, Poor I agree, guy. man. That's, uh, that's pretty fucking hardcore. Bing. God, what do you think it was about? I mean, he's <laughs> he seventy-eight. He's pushing eighty. His son's fifty. You think he wants the son to like move out? He's like, listen. Your mom and I really want some privacy. We haven't been no able to shit. make love in 50 years. <laughs> uh, I'm going crazy here, son. You got to move on. Come on. And, and your, your room would be a great little man cave for me, too. I, I've got a pachinko machine I can move in there, a maja machine. The boys, they want to they want to play pool or something. Come on. You got to move on. What, what are you? Are you like George Costanza or something? I would honestly say, like, like, who fucking knows in this day and age? Because like people are just like beating the shit out of each other. There's about a lot of husband and wife murder. Like both of them. Who fucking knows? Like just everyone's killing everybody now in Japan. Like so. Who fucking well, I think knows? it's a global thing. It's been going on since day one. We got to stop the violence. That's what we yeah, should but, do. Uh, apparently, it's just been more and more because like coronavirus and like people getting just cooped up in the. Uh, in the fucking same room saying we fucking actually we hate each other and like just fucking murder 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 well i don't know i think that was like that a little while ago but i think people are like leaving their houses a little bit more these days tom so um i don't know man who i fucking hope not man like i try try really like i try really hard not to get pissed off with my wife or my son and i haven't physically struck either one of them so i think i'm doing good well, let's just make sure you don't have any metal bars at your house. <laughs> the only yeah. bars you should have are candy bars, all right? Okay, next story, Jeremy. Uh, a man arrested of murder 
of an 87-year-old grandma in Iwate. Uh, Iwate, police in Oshu, Iwate Prefecture, have arrested a 40-year-old unemployed man, of course he's unemployed, on suspicion of killing his 87-year-old grandmother uh, with whom he lived. According to police, uh, Juichi Sato is accused of punching his grandma, Fumiko Sato, in the face several times and stomping her as she lay on the floor around 5 p.m. on Friday. What the fuck did she say to him? What the fuck did she say to him? Local media reported that another member of the family returned home around 7 p.m. and called 110, which is 911 in Japan, after finding Fumiko collapsed on the floor. She was taken to the hospital where she died around 8 p.m. Police said Sato has admitted to beating his grandma, but so far there is no motive. Damn. No motive. Damn, dude. Damn. Yeah, that's normally, a hell of a beating, too. Jeez. Normally, you love your grandma. Yeah, grandmas are awesome. Call grandmas your grandma today, Peters. We would hope so. Yeah, call your grandma today. You know, stop the podcast just for a moment and call Grams and be like, Gram, Gram, I just want to say I love you. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, like, normally, like, like, like my, my, my kid's like, he's a small child, but he loves the shit out of his grandma. He's like, Grandma, 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 hello, 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 Grandma. Oh, well, he is like one year yeah. old, but yeah. Um, he, wow, he that's pretty free, brutal. Yes. Yes, that is pretty brutal, man. That's a, that's a brutal beatdown. Jesus Christ. Wow. Okay. What a piece of shit. Piece of shit. P O S. Tommy, story. Last one. All right, uh, we'll, get, we'll get into weird news. Apprentice Geisha, uh, Geisha fire drill in uh, Kyoto leaves internet uh, charmed and chuckling. Kajidozo. As purveyors of classy, classical entertainment like Geisha's professionals are steeped in a traditional atmosphere. However, that doesn't mean that they turn to a blind eye to modern knowledge and now and now especially when they are heard the safety of customers concerned. So this month, uh, Kyoto Kamigawa Award is carrying out a special fire drill preparation. Awareness campaign and the Maiko Master Apprentice Geisha from the Geisha's Ward houses took all the places in all the fire drills. The similar story, like of spawning smoke inhalation and Blah 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 blah. Basically, so geisha fire drills. Wait, wait, wait! I don't get it. So wait, blah what blah blah blah. About? Does not work for podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand That's what the pretty fuck standard you said, for man. Fire drill stuff out of like a group of Michael and make it unite and sight and sounds unique. Okay, sorry, sorry guys. It's a bit of a video article. I apologize. All right. Well, what? okay. On that note, I guess I'm going to read one more so we can end on a good note. <laughs> All right. I don't All know right. what happened. Here yeah. we go. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Let me find a story. Find a story. Find a story. Okay. Here we go. Eh. Oh, okay. This is a good one. Okay. Here we go. Last story of the night. Anime shop offering 300,000 yen reward to anyone who can help them catch a graffiti vandal. 
and video. Okay, so uh, there's a picture right here. Um, actually, there's no video, but there's a picture, and it shows a guy wearing all black with a black cat and a white mask over his face, spray painting his tag name, Wazoo, I think, on the side of a building. Okay, yes. Uh, being an artist, I can uh, decipher graffiti. Wazoo is on the run. Okay, let me read the story. Tokyo. If you're an anime or manga fan who spent time in Japan, there's a pretty good chance you spent money at Mandarake. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You can get a lot of good used stuff there. It's great. One of Japan's best chains for used and obscure otaku media. Yes, it's a beautiful place. I love it. A trip to Mandarake is part of a history lesson and part treasure hunt. And their amazing selection all but guarantees you'll find a bunch of items to add to your collection. Actually, their buildings are really cool too. Sometimes they kind of look like space stations or something. It's really, really cool. The one in Shibuya is great. Now though, instead of dropping a fat wad of cash at Mandarake, the chain wants to give a chunky financial gain to you. And no, not by selling your old anime merch to Mandarake. God, it's, they say it like 20 times. I should be able to say it. Um, but by doing something much more anime protagonistic. Protagonistic. I can't. Tom, help me read. Protagonist. Like. Protagonist. Yes, there we go. Now we got it. I got to put the gin back I'm going to take another drink, then I'm going to put, put it, down. it back in the bottle, buddy. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going to put it in the toilet in about five minutes. Uh, helping them uh, bring some villains to justice. Early in the morning of October 22nd at about 4.30 a.m., a group of men approached the exterior of the store in Osaka's Nipponbashi neighborhood. The shop closed at 8 p.m., but doesn't open until noon the next day. So the staff had gone home by then, but video of the group was captured by the store security camera that points out towards the parking lot that borders the shop on his backside. After making sure no one was looking their way, one of the men pulled out a can of paint and began spraying the back wall of the shop. I mean, he became jizzing. I don't think he did. His friends then added to the graffiti with a total of either three or four people. Hoods and masks make it difficult to tell exactly how many and who they were. Um, Makoto Yoshihara, manager of the store, filed a damage report with the Osaka police on the same day after seeing the graffiti. And while the police are on the case, he's also looking to call upon a collective knowledge of the otaku community and has put out a 300,000 yen reward for information leading to the identification of the vandals. You know what? Um, Yeah, otakus really aren't into graffiti, but, you know, maybe they know somebody. No, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody like they'll they'll figure it out. Also, there's cameras everywhere in fucking goddamn Tokyo, so like they'll get nailed. Osaka, but um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know about that. Osaka is a little bit different than Tokyo. Tokyo, there are cameras absolutely everywhere, everywhere you go. But Osaka is a little bit more of a kind of a homey little town. Although this is kind of a shopping district, so I'm sure they do have cameras that are probably following them around to like. I don't know, at least to like maybe their main station to where they live. I don't know. Yeah, Jimmy, what are your thoughts? Can, yeah, can we talk about like Osaka for a little bit? Because no. Osaka's just like, it's just. No. I want to talk thing. about the story first. Jeremy, what are your thoughts? 
Uh, you know what? In uh, Japan, basically, you cannot do a crime because there's cameras everywhere. Yep. If you think there's no camera, you're fucking wrong. Even in taxis, you get into a taxi, there's a camera recording the driving, recording the passenger, recording everything. Am recording I wrong? Conversation, too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 I agree. But, like, you know, Osaka, like, I just, like, I, I wanted to talk to, uh, about uh, Osaka, like, culturally speaking. Like, it's just, like, it's his own thing. Like, Tokyo is, like, Tokyo, but, like, how do you say, like, uh, what do you say, like, the, the other biggest is, like, uh, Fukuoka, where Jeremy's at now, and yep. Hokkaido are kind of, like, they're the, Tokyo Tokyo is obviously number one, but uh, Osaka's number two, but, like, you know, Hokkaido and, like, fucking Fukuoka, where Jer- Jeremy's at, like, they're, they're their, own, their own thing, but they, they really try to imitate, like, you know, Tokyo and, you know, try to, like, be like that. Osaka's like, fuck you, we're just doing our own thing. I think people in Osaka would be very offended if you called them number two, by the way. But, um, (laughs) no, no, but no, but it's 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 weird, wacky artists like with their own accent and like their own, like, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain, like, you know, non Japanese speakers, like, how, 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 like, your Osaka accent is like, it's just his own thing. Yeah, it's kind of like California style. It's more intonation of, but um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so graffiti, man, it's it's a real big crime here. Even though there are a lot of uh, prolific graffiti artists, and some of the graffiti artists here in Japan have actually become like really famous artists, like global artists. Like there's like uh, Dragon Seventy Six, who started off as a, uh, a graffiti artist, but now he's in galleries in New York and Atlanta and Chicago and London. He's got his own toy chain. I mean, he's kind of like, I don't want to say the Banksy of Japan, but I mean, this guy is like a legend. I mean, everybody knows him in the art game. I mean, and, and he's a really fucking nice guy, but I think there's like a lot of like, you know, graffiti artists out here. And it's interesting because graffiti is so taboo out here. If you get busted for like spray painting on a wall dude you can get some serious fucking time depending on the building yeah but like johnny well like hold, hold up can we, can we wind back like you know like 10 years ago i think i think when i started hanging out with you with the podcast like like you you know a lot more about art and graffiti and this and that, that but way more than i do that's fine but like like how many articles did we read through like whether like you know just like random like hip-hop artists like yo i'm gonna graffiti because it's, it's cool and shit, but you can legally do that. I'm like, no, no, dumbass, you cannot. Also, like, don't fucking come here in Japan, make like the list us guys not like look like like look like assholes, basically. No, these guys are Japanese though. Yeah, and no, I I agree with you, but like, yeah, just graffiti is like well, it, it's a longer debate, but like, you know, contentious uh issue, shall we say. All right, yeah, dude. But um uh yeah, but okay, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I threw me off my hook. <laughs> sorry, 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 man. Sorry, 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 my, my buddy man. Like, yeah, maybe you're I think you're a little bit more authorized to talk about this one than I am. No, no, no I, Johnny is an artist that got thrown <laughs> off track. Um what was I gonna? Uh, yeah, we have covered a lot of uh, different stories of uh, graffiti, and uh, yeah, um, only once was a. Uh, I think it was like two Canadian. No, there's like twice, three times was like uh, international people. Two times was Canadians. Uh, one guy, he was uh, 
spray painting on a bridge and the cops came and he fell off the bridge in the water. I think it was Tamagawa or something. And he got arrested and I think deported. Um, Two guys were on vacation that were spray painting in Shibuya and the cops came up and uh, they said they're quoted as saying that they thought they could spray paint in Shibuya because Shibuya has graffiti alley, which is like an alley that's full of graffiti. And it used to be record alley, by the way. And then also there's like a a group of guys. I think they're called the Goodfellas that were an Australian graffiti group. And uh, they came to uh, Japan and actually they they staked out. I think it was the... um, the Hanzamon line or something. They staked it out. And they found out where they, uh, what you call it, kept the trains at night. And they actually broke into like the, the what you call it, the train yard. And the train yard is not like trains outside. It's like this huge like warehouse like building. And they broke in there. They somehow got the code and they spray painted all the Hanzamon trains. And uh, they escaped <laughs> Japan. They, they left Japan soon afterwards. But then about a year later, one of these uh, Goodfellow guys, he came back. And I don't know why he came back. So he came back and they bust him at the airport and um, he may still be in jail. And this happened in like what? 2019. So yeah, graffiti, man. It's, it's a fucking serious thing in Japan. I think there might, it, might have been like one or two more stories in there because like, I just remember like Jimmy and piss, like, like, dude, man, these guys fucking suck ass, man. The fucking artwork, like you know, they're spray painting mother. Fuck these guys. They ain't good. You ain't good graffiti. I don't remember seeing that. But the thing is, it's just like, yeah, dude, dude, faders, do not come to Japan and do any kind of graffiti, man. Fucking, because the thing is, you get busted, you're in big ass trouble. Holy shit. Yeah, fucking jail time, deportation. Oh, God, that sucks. Jeremy. Oh, is it my turn for a story? Hold on one second. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, my- can, can I say something real quick? Like, um, Japan's like, it's really hardcore with uh like it's really hardcore like almost like the military like you know strict society but like once once they bust loose like some of the artists like you know the artists and the musicians and the comedians like once they get to bust loose like they they're really qualified they're really really good if you if you can bust out of like you know very strict society i would like to say that they're just they're interesting but sorry anyway jeremy go ahead all right. Um, I thought that was the last story. Are, are we reading more stories? No, I, I didn't think a story. I thought you wanted to say something. I don't know. This show is completely off the tracks, kind of. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. All right. Well, shit, dude. Well, let's call it a night, man. Well, all right. Faders, thank you so much for uh, tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. In fact, I think they're all very special. But uh, and this one here special. in particular. Yeah, Tom isn't drinking, believe it or not. I, I don't believe it, but uh, yeah. And uh, let's see here. Tom, how can people find the show anywhere outside of the podcast land? Uh, pretty much like uh, somewhere on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you fucking name it. And yeah, Jeremy and like, you know, Johnny will hook you up. Definitely. Okay, great. All right. So, yeah, like as Tom said, we're available everywhere. If you want to like support the show or help the show or be a part of the show and stuff, we're on Instagram, Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're all over the place. If you want to support the show by giving us a little bit of money, yes, we are on Patreon. $5 gives you the keys to the cities titties that's right and so sign up for patreon it really helps us out and uh, as jeremy said millions of times definitely tell a friend because when you tell a friend 
They'll tell a friend. And when two people tell friends, that means a lot of people are telling friends because uh, who can keep their mouth shut about a show as good as this? And uh, yeah. And also, 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 um, I know a lot of you guys are coming to Japan. And uh, yes, because you're coming to Japan, definitely give us a ring. Hang out with us. Tom will buy you drinks. And if you actually want to get out of Tokyo, and I hope you do, because there's a lot of beautiful places to see outside of Tokyo, make sure you get your tail over to Fukuoka, because there's someplace special in Fukuoka. Jerry, can you remind me about this place that's special in Fukuoka? You know what? It's called Eight Stars American Bar. It's in Fukuoka. Kegoichobe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have have, uh, bands. We have live music we have just hangouts uh good food good drinks lots of good people and uh the whole idea of the whole bar is just to make friends so i'll introduce you to all the people i'll introduce you to all the regulars just come in say hello try the pizza and uh let's have some fun johnny definitely man yeah dude that sounds great faders thank you so much for fading with us uh I'm okay, okay, okay. gonna say one quick thing real quick like tourists like rebounding are actually a thing now it's weird. It yeah, is a thing. It, it didn't used to be because we've been like, you know, so deprived. Like, we're just like wandering around going, Ooh. if you're here, I you're here. Myself, yeah, yeah, you live here. But like, yeah, but like all of a sudden they're rebounding. And it's like, oh, like I'm, I'm getting like, you know, random like guys that are coming up to me and going, oh, can I, do you, where is this place? Like, yeah, 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 man, I'll help you out. Don't worry about it. You so, heard it yeah, here. Man. <laughs> yeah, so right. definitely if you're in, if you're in Nakameguro, if you're in Fukuoka, like you know, hit Jeremy up. He'll fucking show you around and show you the t- tank of the town. Definitely, absolutely. All right, faders. Uh we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye bye. Go fuck yourselves. My little brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse. <laughs> Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Out of the pressure! I can't take it! Suicide, it's a suicide. I can't take it! I can't stand it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.